0: Hey yeah, motherfucker. Hey yeah, motherfucker. Shut up on top. Shut up on top. Street Asylum 1990. This cop isn't losing his mind. It's being taken from him. In the bleak near future, Los Angeles has become a dangerous war zone with cops pitted against assorted law-breaking lowlifes. Sergeant Arliss Ryder has an electronic device put into his back that turns him into an out-of-control psychotic killer put out on the Strike Squad, which is a unit of crazed cops assigned by Captain Bill Quinton to rid the city of angels of criminals by any means necessary. The only problem is that Arliss discovers what's going down. And decides to put a stop to all this madness. Now we've gotten tremendous response from the episode, Shit Movie Review, Street Asylum.
1: What is left to say about this movie?
0: Well, I have eight clips from the movie that reveal some things, just little things that uh, we we didn't have time to go over in the uh, 93 minutes that was Shit Movie Review. 95 minutes, excuse me.
1: 95 minutes.
0: Not a moment wasted. As I was editing the, uh, the final version of Shit Movie Review, uh, one of the things I noticed was um, he has two partners in Squad. He has Stoddard and Joker Tatum. Correct. So you have three members of Squad that they concentrate on in this movie. Stoddard, who announced at the beginning that he had been on Squad six months. Joker, who said he'd been there for three months. Well, at the end of six months, Stoddard is out. He kills a civilian, so he kills himself.
1: What I like is that the captain said, well, he had to. <laughs> he shot an innocent person. How could he go on living? He had to kill himself. Our entire program
0: depends on the support of the people. He knew that. He knew that. It's bullshit. He had to kill himself. You he had to. <laughs> to. He had to. Like, he, you know, of course, he's going to fall on the sword. The implication <clears throat> there is, and you will too. Yeah. Straight to uh, Ryder. So, Stoddard lasted six months, Joker Tatum lasted three, and how long did Ryder last?
1: No, I don't think it was even a month. It was like
0: a couple of weeks. What a pussy.
1: Yeah. Couldn't handle it. Yeah, he didn't it. last long at all. He just kind of started screaming at people. It was very hard to understand what he was saying.
0: Big fucking chiclet mouth. Come on, open my mouth at least a quarter inch. Why can't understand that. That was his acting style. It was mute. Oh, was that what they call it? <laughs>
1: Oh, I was confused. I didn't uh, I didn't know that was a style.
0: <laughs> it's as if he had just learned to talk.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the muscles of his jaw had atrophied. Of
1: course, he just learned to speak. What was I thinking?
0: And, you know, I, I remember being a kid and seeing Wingshauser in these terrible movies. I never understood his career. I'm like, how does this guy have a career? Why do I know his name? And then when I saw the uh, Wings Live and Right album.
1: Wings Live and Right,
0: And it was dedicated to L. Ron Hubbard.
1: Which is my new stage name, by the way.
0: I thought, oh, now it all makes sense. His whole career was just for Scientology. So he, yeah. he's in a movie and then he goes out and he advertises the movie and goes, oh, by the way, Scientology.
1: But like I said last time, that's my new stage name.
0: Yeah, you see how I ignored that.
1: Yeah, no, you did. And fuck you.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do on stage?
1: None of your fucking business, no. All
0: right. Is it the audience business at all? Do you want anybody there?
1: Nobody's business. (laughs) Not telling anybody? (laughs)
0: A (laughs) one-man play with an audience of zero.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a secret. (laughs) You're not invited, and I'm not going to tell you at all. You are banned from all public uh, performers.
0: Well, that shows me and everyone else.
1: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Your name is not on
0: the list. (laughs) Is there a plus one? Nope. Oh, man.
1: It's a minus one when it comes to you.
0: Oh, it's just mean. And you know, there's something that happened in uh, Chip Movie Review, our glorious 95-minute episode. Yes. Something happened I really didn't appreciate. And what was that? If there's one thing I don't appreciate, it's a spoiler alert about the death of one of the main characters. At the
1: end of Burn...
0: Oh, no, no, Bernie goes on to, all the way to the end. She does not survive. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> the hooker dies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the whore didn't live. Yeah, that's right. That's a dangerous business to get into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just calling it as a it. <laughs>
0: all right. I have uh, eight sound clips here. Let's go through them one by one. There were some scenes that we just didn't have the time to delve deeply into, but that had some interesting or funny uh, components to them. So here is one. This is when Joker and Sergeant Ryder, Hauser. he goes to buy some food in a restaurant, and then Joker just happens upon Raton banging a chick in some sort of like a booth or something. So Joker pulls Raton out, throws him on the ground, starts grinding against his softening cock, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's, he's telling him i know you're the shooter i know you're the shooter admit it and raton won't admit it
1: but he was the shooter
0: he was the shooter so then Ryder comes See, out I remember Ryder comes out sees what's going on shoes uh, joker away unbeknownst to Ryder, joker has already put this rope around Ratone's uh, raton's ankle and then tied the other side of the rope to the car he's going to drag him away yeah so raton's laying on his back about to be dragged away, and Ryder's going, what's this guy have on you? Just give him what he wants to know. And this is something that Ratone says. Mm-hmm. Listen to the whole thing. Ready? Joker's mm-hmm. hey, crazy, man. He's a crazy mixed-up faggot, man. Bet he's crazy. Joker's crazy. He's a mixed-up faggot, man. And Ryder goes, you bet he's crazy. <laughs> 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 Hey, Joker's crazy, man. He's a crazy Mr. Faggot, man. Bet he's crazy. just <laughs> found that so funny.
1: <laughs> See, well, I guess there's little gems here and there.
0: Yeah, little ones here and there. <laughs> you bet he's crazy. Hey, Joker's crazy, man. He's a crazy Mr. Faggot, man. Bet he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another part. I remember you were so confused throughout the entire movie. You didn't know what was going on at any time. No, it made no sense at all. G. Gordon Liddy's character was Chief Miller, and you were upset because you were like, I have no idea what his job is.
1: Yeah, they didn't make it obvious what his job was.
0: Okay, now I'm going to play a clip here, and we're going to see if that's true.
1: I don't need you to play a clip. I know that it made no sense. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah, whatever, okay.
0: All right, let it go. Well, this is it. It all began right here behind this desk. Sergeant captain, chief of police. And that's why I've come back here today to declare my candidacy for mayor. That's, my... <laughs> that's his resume. <laughs> oh, well,
1: okay. I didn't get... All I hear is rang, 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 rang. Clear as day. No, yeah, it's clear, all right. One more time. Well, no, this please. is it.
0: we all began. Right here the this desk. The Sergeant... <laughs> Precinct Sergeant, captain. precinct captain, chief, chief, of chief of police, and that's why I've come back here today to declare my candidacy for mayor. Now he's running for mayor. What's so You're fucking confusing? confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time you tell you me it. there's something confusing about it, I go, "It's right there, dude."
1: I told you it was hard to pay attention to.
0: And they did in different scenes. They minute, mani- in fact, in that scene. They manipulate his voice to make it even more high-pitched <laughs> and ferret-like. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> it worked, because I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about.
0: This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, I'm getting electrocuted.
0: <laughs> Owie! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a <the> big idea? <laughs> it's curtains for see? Yeah. Well, just like when uh, Raton is is caught on fire and he's just flailing about and he goes, I'm burning. (laughs) Yeah, it's for the visually impaired
1: audience members. That was my line. (laughs)
0: Because
1: that's the kind of pain that hurts.
0: That's going to be a T-shirt, by the way.
1: It should be. I I agree completely.
0: Shut up, I'm talking with Matt Powers and Larry King guy. It's the kind of pain that hurts. (laughs) Also, throughout the movie, and I don't know if you picked up on this, I doubt it.
1: Uh, No, I doubt it too. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Anytime something happens in the movie, somebody appears in the movie, where they are a part of the evil plan, there's a sound effect that goes along with it.
1: It was like a boing! (laughs) (laughs) ah it's the captain <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to see me yeah see
0: I know it was you make sure everybody knows and everybody's on the same page
1: yeah because <laughs> we don't want to get confused as to what's going on oh no
0: certainly not <laughs> oh no
1: this is a very complex plot it needs to be uh, analyzed
0: here's my impression of you watching this movie
1: huh <laughs> yeah, yeah huh <laughs> followed by what the fuck am I watching and then, why am I watching this? I don't understand.
0: And then, cursing my name.
1: Yep. There was a, quite a bit of that.
0: I think that's how you start uh, your day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's Uh-oh, the. Oh, where's the captain? Bang! <laughs> well, here's, here's what they replaced the bang with. <laughs> Sounds like fart thunder. So, you hear that throughout the movie. And that is to show something evil is afoot.
1: Well, that that would be the kind of sound if evil was coming.
0: Other than boing!
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what it is when you hear it. Uh Uh-oh, something bad is going to (laughs) happen. He just popped a boner. (laughs) (laughs) That is not good news.
0: In another part of the movie... You remember uh, Kristen, Sergeant Ryder's girlfriend. She dresses up like a whore. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes up to see uh, Chief Miller, G. Gordon Liddy's character. Kristen's pretending to be a dominatrix, and she tells him to go get a a whip, and uh, he's being disrespectful, and she goes, you're never going to do it again. Say it. You remember that part? Uh, yes, I do. And this, to me, is the finest moment in the whole movie. You'll never do it again. You'll never talk back to
1: your mistress. Say it. No. Say it. No. Say it. You'll never make me. You'll never do it again. Say it.
0: Say it. Say it. Say, it. Yes. Say it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. <laughs> Fuck, that's great. I don't think there was acting involved there. I think that's the way G. Gordon Lee sounded when he dropped a load. <laughs> I think because of that wonderful scene, we should introduce a laugh track to Shut Up, I'm Talking. And here's yeah. my proposed laughter for the laugh track. <laughs>
1: Oh, wait, dang, okay. he <laughs> was.
0: That's for the slightest joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 better than the Cape Fear laugh. God, that is disturbing.
0: And then I said, "What are you talking about? Those aren't my pants." Do <laughs> <laughs> you believe that's only 10 seconds? nine <laughs>
1: seconds too long, man, that is something else. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you don't like that? Oh, no, I do. It just you know <laughs> kind of... Wow, well, now I'm really I am sorry he's dead. <laughs>
0: I don't think he could recreate that character now. No, that's, or even even if he hadn't died,
1: that's a once in a lifetime thing.
0: Now you remember the uh, art school dominatrix,
1: the one he uh,
0: killed. But you, re- yes, you remember her. She, she. Uh, I'm talking too much, and she's trying to be a dominatrix, and he's he's yeah. just having none of it. Well, guess what, Matt? What? She didn't die. She didn't. Is she in the sequel? No, she is in the closing credits. Remember, the closing credits, the bulk of it is a late-night talk show, radio talk show. And I have two <laughs> clips from that talk show. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Of course you don't remember.
1: <laughs> In the closing credits, I, I have don't
0: you remember gotten that, even saying it Have you gotten that prescription for Ritalin yet? My lord, I don't remember. I can't anything.
1: imagine me not paying attention to that.
0: So here is my evidence that the art school dominatrix was not strangled to death by G. Gordon-Liddy's character. You're listening to David Prince. Let's have another caller on the line. Hi, Dave. On Mrs. the line. Tracy. You
1: know, Miller was really weird. I'm talking kinky. Like, he used to send his limb around to pick me up, and then he'd get off on the most bizarre things. Things I can't, I can't even talk about him because of my mother. Oh, she knew she would kill me. I'd be so embarrassed.
0: All right, let's take another call right now. You're on Late Night Talk Radio with David Prince. So right there, we find out her name is Tracy, and she did survive. Remember, G. Gordon Liddy's character puts his hand around her throat and then begins to wiggle it. Yeah. That goes to show the intensity of his strangulation.
1: And that's what I thought. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But she did survive. And I think the biggest question we had with the entire movie was, who was the top of the food chain? Who was the real bad guy? Because everybody. Yeah, that was never clear either. Everybody involved seems to be uh, killed and they call the killing a suicide. You never know who's pulling the strings. I have a new theory.
1: No, well, please don't make well, me um,
0: I believe that the main bad guy in Street Asylum is named Mike Hinkle. Uh, I don't remember him being <laughs> any mentioned in the movie at all. Mike Hinkle was in the movie twice. As a what? As the campaign manager for Chief Miller's run to become mayor.
1: Did anybody even see him in the movie?
0: No. He's never seen in the movie. He's just a disembodied voice.
1: Oh, for God's sakes. That's just.
0: But let's listen to this. That's too much. It's too much. He's the only person that survives from the uh, police chief Miller's campaign. He's the only one that survived. Everybody else is dead. Miller dies. dies. Quentin that, dies. Dr. Kane dies. The,
1: the captain doesn't die.
0: Captain Quentin? He's shot with his own fucking gun. <laughs> How? <laughs> They're in the bathroom. When when uh,
1: the chick's getting off with that device in the bathroom. Yeah.
0: Ryder and Kristen go in there. Ryder starts to rough her up. And then she screams for Quentin. Quentin comes in. Then they start and talking. No, no. And then uh, Dr. Kane pulls the gun out and shoots. Quentin. She's trying to shoot Ryder, but Quentin gets in the way. So Dr. Kane kills Quentin. I want to get back to to what we're talking about with Dr. Kane and and uh, Ryder there at the end, but to prove my point, here is the campaign manager, Mike Mike uh, Hinkle, and I think he's the main bad guy. My guest tonight is Mr. Mike Hinkle, spokesman for the former Miller campaign. Mr. Hinkle? The man is dead. A great man. But his philosophy lives on. Here we go. The vision of Jim Miller is the core <laughs> of police programs now being initiated in New York, Chicago, Detroit, all American cities. So he's still pushing it. You can kill he's still a dream, but you can't kill a
1: dream. Or you is can't it a kill nightmare? A dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or is it a nightmare? So I think that is the main bad guy right there Mike Hinkle. Never seen,
1: Never but he's seen. the only
0: one that survives.
1: Well, that's a, certainly that's a compelling argument.
0: <laughs> here's the last I, clip. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. <laughs> that, that's acceptable. I'll take it. So here's the last clip, and we're going to play a game. Oh. Okay, so as we were just speaking about, Ryder and Kristen go into the bathroom where Dr. Kane is in a dirty bathroom stall getting off on this, uh, using the same device that she's implanted into the guise of Squad. Right. Right. And they go in and they interrupt her just before she's about to finish. And Ryder starts just roughing her up a little bit. And he starts screaming at her. But as he's doing it, he keeps going, huh? He'll say a couple words and go, huh? He just keeps saying it over and over. So I'd like you to guess, how many times does Ryder go, huh? During this speech of rage?
1: I'm going to say at least four.
0: Four. All right.
1: Now, if I'm doing that over, under, I'm saying that's under.
0: You're saying that's under?
1: Yeah, there's got to be more than four times.
0: Well, no, I have to give you what the over-under is, and then you can choose whether you want the over or the oh, under. Okay. Right. You can't choose your own under. <laughs> oh, okay. that, that's not gambling, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the over-under for this is seven.
1: Over-under is seven. I will say I'll stick with under.
0: All right. Now, for every time that he goes, huh, I have inserted a ding. Okay. So let's count the dings. Are you ready? I am. All right, let's listen. Quit. Miller's the, top. But Miller's the top. What the hell's he thinking, huh? He can wipe out half the city in order to save his ass, huh? Tell me. I'm not a dark, you're afraid, huh? You scared to death I might blow up right in your face, huh? You're the one who should know you lit the fuse, didn't you? How's it go, huh? How's it go, I like that. that. (laughs) Oh, I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. I don't know. That was nine, nine times, nine times. Let's hear that one more time, Matt. Quit, Miller. But Miller's the top. The hell's he thinking, huh? He can wipe out half the city in order to save his ass. huh? Tell me. Are you
1: scared to death? I might blow up right in your face, huh? Okay. You're the one who should know. You lit the fuse, didn't you? How's it go, huh? How's it go? God damn it. All right, so you lose. I did lose, and I lost big. I thought it would be uh, less than that, but... <laughs> I stand corrected. You do. Again, I can't I I can't even guess on a bad movie. What am I what am I looking at?
0: Now there were some other things that struck me as a little weird. At the very beginning of this movie, Ryder is shot and he's taken to the uh, facilities of Dr. Kane. She inserts this device into his lower back, right? Yes. And then later, Kristen removes it. Here's the one problem that I see with this.
1: She like cuts it out of his bag or something. Yes. See, I was watching.
0: There are two things that are wrong with this. One, this is not a small device. Right. There was a lot of muscle and fat and probably it- bone that was <laughs> removed to put this device in there. It's a huge cavern. Yeah. And then when he, he's released and he goes home, he's favoring the shot up front when there's a gigantic wound in his back that he seems not to notice.
1: Yeah, that he didn't even pay attention to.
0: Towards the end of the movie, he wants this device removed from him, so he goes to Kristen and says, cut it out. You have to remember, he has been healing for about a month at this point. And it didn't hinder his activities at all. Not at all. He climbed a fire escape moments later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have bled out right there in the kitchen. He did, however, several times, wince. <laughs> I thought that was a little peculiar. Yeah, he had
1: a, had a surgery and didn't even notice. <laughs> ah, I think I pulled something in my back.
0: And what did she use to cut it out there in his kitchen? <laughs> I'm sure it was some kind of a spatula. You're cutting into not a fresh wound. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no thought to, um, you know, keeping it clean. To keeping it clean. No concern about pain. Can you imagine having your lower back cut open after a month of healing the pain that would be? Really? He must be strong.
1: Well, he's a super cop.
0: <laughs> All right, I won't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a good sound clip.
0: <laughs> when I put this up, there was a concern about getting a, a copyright strike against the channel. Why? I'm sure there's a copyright that goes along with that movie. Somebody owns it. But from my point of view, I don't, there really wasn't that much of a concern because you can't buy the movie, you can't rent the movie. And if it's not for our podcast, that movie is just going to, it's just going to fade away and never be remembered again. (laughs) So I think we did a favor to Wingshauser's career, to G. Gordon Liddy's career, to everybody involved, the producers, the director, the writer, the god-awful writer. (laughs) So I I think, uh, I think we deserve an Emmy or an Oscar or whatever.
1: We should, we do Yeah. Where's our prize?
0: I'm gonna take this episode plus the shit movie review. I'm gonna send it off to the next podcast award I can find, and if we don't win, it'll just be a joke. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> so disturbing.
0: Big mistake giving me a soundboard. That's right. Shut up! I'm talking with Matt Powers and Larry King guy. Available on YouTube. SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Audible.